Hi everyone, my name is Gabriel and this is the Hour of the Raven, your channel for everything Ravenloft, RPG, Dungeons and Dragons and horror. Today we will explore the secrets and past of Inza Magdova Kuchevic, the Vistani who merged with darkness and assumed the position of Dark Lord of Sitkus, previously held by Lord Sof. Before we start, however, a warning. Inza Kuchevic is a central character in the novel Spectre of the Black Rose, and the details of her past may contain spoilers about the events contained in this novel. Are you ready? So, allow the darkness to envelop us, as we try to find the evil entity that lurks in the shadows of Sidicus. Enough. Your heart may resist me, but there are other ways to break you, and other agents to impose my will upon you. I will have what I want from you. Make no mistake, I always win. No love, no light, but that which causes you pain. Everything you hold dear will perish by your own hand. Inza Magdova Kuchevic is the current Dark Lord of Sirigus having assumed the position after Lord Soth returned to the world of Green. Currently, Inza has become a powerful shadow, a monster inspired by ancient Greek mythology, spirits and specters made of darkness that inhabited the underworld. Shadows are a type of incorporeal undead, which date back to the first edition of the 1977 Dungeons and Dragons Monster Manual. These undead are made of darkness and hate life and light. Inza Kuchevi is a very powerful type of shadow, having merged with the darkness of Sirigus after the event known as the Hour of Screaming Shadows. Before her transformation, Inza was a beautiful teenage Vistani, with black hair and bright green eyes. Despite being only 16 years old when she underwent a drastic transformation into a monstrosity, she lived a life of betrayal, corruption and cruelty. Her beautiful appearance and great charisma was used as a means of manipulation. Inza liked to pass for a sweet and innocent girl, but this persona was nothing more than a mask for her ambition and treacherous schemes. Upon becoming the Dark Lord of Sirigus, she merged with the shadows of the domain, and her true form now reflects the darkness of her own soul. She is a misshapen, semi-liquid mass of shadows. Inza's only distinguishable feature in this form is her bright green eyes. Only with great concentration she can assume her human and corporeal form. Despite the sacrifice required to maintain this form, she prefers to remain as a human whenever possible. However, her appearance becomes darker and misshapen when she is enraged, and if injured her blood flows black as ink. Isa is accompanied by a Shadow Asp, a creature that emerged from the darkness when she became the Dark Lord of Sirigus, to serve her as a familiar. As a mockery to the legend of her ancestors and the memory of her mother, she calls the creature Sabak. She rarely goes into direct combat with her enemies and prefers to use subterfuge and manipulation to achieve her goals. Before becoming this monstrous darkness, Inza was a skilled thief and mage and still maintain these abilities while in her human corporeal form. 
She also retains some mystical gifts from her Vistani heritage, such as the ability to cast an evil eye on her enemies. Inza has a powerful artifact, the dagger Novgor, the weapon of the legendary Vistani hero Kuchev. This magic blade never loses its edge and appears to be indestructible. Its sharp tip can be used as a master tool for opening locks and it holds powerful mystical enchantments, capable of injuring the most dangerous opponents and making its cuts bleed profusely. In the hands of a descendant of Kuchev, the blade of the dagger can reflect light to cause an effect similar to the spell of color spray, and also weak. Its user can use the power of the dagger to create a powerful illusion. Despite this powerful melee weapon, Inza also uses a bow to attack from a distance and prepares poisoned arrows for her enemies. She uses a magic charm of life protection, which prevents Inza from having her soul imprisoned by mystical means, and at the time of her death, her soul will be protected for a period of seven days inside this charm, before once again be released into the world. Isa can attack a person with a wave of guilt, causing them to start reliving painful memories of their pasts and suffering terrible anguish and suffering. When Inza takes on her shadow form, all her items and equipment transform with her into liquid shadow and she becomes immaterial. While in this form, she will slowly recover from any injuries sustained. This immaterial body cannot hold objects or touch its enemies but is able to pass through gaps and slide through walls, being immune to various forms of attacks. It is also capable of hiding in the soil, dipping through cracks, fissures and crevices to seek refuge from any threat. Inza is vulnerable to sunlight and is deeply painted by the presence of someone truly innocent. Recent rumors tell that if Inza is forced to see her image in the fragments of the memory mirrors, she will be temporarily unable to assume her shadow form. Her main fear, however, is the wooden stake made from the fragments of God, the magic cudgel that was carried by her mother, and that would be able to destroy this monstrosity forever. As Dark Lord of Sitkus, Inza is able to close the borders of her domain when she so wishes. She begins to recite her own crimes, and soon all sinners in Sitikus stop whatever they are doing to join their voices to Inza's, telling a litany of their own sins. While this macabre song is performed, a wall of tangled and flowerless roses grow at the borders, with its thorns dripping with corruption and poison. When its effects ends, each inhabitant returns to his life, aware of his confessed sins or with no memory of what his neighbors said in this shameful trance. But what led the beautiful teenage Vistani to become the very incarnation of darkness and evil in Sitikus? To truly understand Inza, we need to go back to the ancient past, to the legend of the great hero of the Vistani people, Kuchev the Wanderer. This mythical and legendary figure is the subject of many tales and stories told around the campfire of the Vatraska tribe, who narrate the figure as a bold and daring Vistani, a great gallant rogue who had the reins of his destiny in his hands. The legends tell of great deeds and conquests, one with cunning, dexterity or strength. For reasons not explained in the legends, 
Ucha was cursed to never sleep in the same place twice, or terrible winged creatures would come to destroy the Vistani. Due to this curse, he traveled the known world with its faithful hound Sabak at his side. This dog was also a supernatural beast, whose pounds would mark even solid stone while it was hunting. Kuchev, carrying an artifact of great power, the dagger Novgor, which never lost its sharpness, capable of cutting any material. In his constant journeys, he had reached the top of the world, where he found an ancestral and indestructible tree. He then used Novgor to cut and carve a part of the tree to create Gard, an unbreakable and powerful cudgel. Kuchev's journey one day brought him to Barovia, from where he was unable to escape. After years of wandering around this cursed domain, surrounded by mists, Kuchev had already slept all over Barovia and had nowhere left to rest. For twenty days he wandered without sleeping or resting, looking for a way to escape this prison of mists. It was then that he spotted a strange creature through the lands of Barovia, a horned rat, a species that did not inhabit this cursed lands. Sabak chased the creature, and Kuchev followed in his footsteps, until the creature hid in a hole near the lunar river. Using the god Kuchel, he opened a crater in the ground and discovered an underground passage that led to a large metal door. He opened the lock with the tip of Novgor and entered a large hall where a hundred men drank and party around a large table, with horned rats at their feet. At the end of this long hall, he saw a great portal to another world, surrounded by blue and gold flames. The men rose to confront Kuchev, but he used Novgorod's blade to reflect light, and with the mystical gifts of the dagger, he blinded part of his enemies. Using the power of God and Novgorod, Kuchev and Sabak battled and destroyed the 100 guardians, and saw how the horned rats fled passing through the flame portal without being destroyed. It was then that the legendary hero of the Vistani found a way to escape Barovia without being consumed by his terrible curse. Although Kuchev's stories are lost in the remote past, a caravan of Vistanis claimed to be from the Kuchev bloodline and were led by the members of the Kuchevik family. The fate of this caravan, however, would be tragic, since they would cross paths with the dangerous lords of. While camping overnight in Barovia, Lord Sof approached the Kuchevik caravan. Feeling his power, the Rauni of the caravan, Madame Giram Kuchevik, received Lord Sof with courtesy and took him inside her vado. Lord Sof extracted from her some information about the lands of the mists and from Barovia's ruler, Count Strad. When Henry realized that the Madame Girani intended to use mystical means to discover information about his past, Lord Soft became enraged and burned Madame Giran's Vardo, killing the Rauni. Before she died, however, Madame Giran cursed Lord Soft, saying that he would never return home, although he would always have his homeland right before his eyes. The Vistanis, seeing the Rauni's Vardo burn, attacked Lord Soft, who easily killed most of the members of the caravan. 
the Death Knight decided to kidnap Magda, a young Vistani and doctor of Madame Girani, to serve as a guide in these strange lands and compel her to take him to Castle Ravenloft. Upon reaching the castle, Lord Soft was received by Count Strahd as a guest. To appease Lord Soft's fury and to try to manipulate the Death Knight to serve his purpose, Strahd declared that all Vistanis from the Kuchevik lineage would lose his protection and be killed, with the Count von Pari himself killing members of the Kuchevich caravan as a gesture of goodwill to the Death Knight. Magda Kuchevich saw with horror the end of her caravan and family, being spared only because she was still bound to serve Lord Sof. The Death Knight fled from the castle in the next day, with Magda at his side, and the two set out to search for a mystical portal to leave the dim plane of dread. Their search led them to an underground portal, supposedly the place where the legendary hero Kuchev, in the ancient past, had used it to escape Barovia. Lord Soth, Magda, and the lycanthrope Azrael explored the ancient ruins of the site, and Magda found the legendary Kuchev guard, Kuchev's powerful weapon, and kept it to herself. While exploring the ruins, they were attacked by a grotesque amorphous beast of mouths, eyes and tentacles, capable of invading their minds to create hallucinations of their pasts. They finally managed to defeat the creature, but instead of a portal, they found only a chasm of intense flames. Unsuccessful in his quest to escape Barovia, Lord Soft decided to try the information received from Count Strahd, and they then decided to head towards Gundarak in search of a new portal. On the way, during a combat with enemies, Magda managed to escape from her captors, and Lord Soth and Azrael went alone to Castle Unadora. Alone in Gundarak, Magda Kuchevik did not find safe haven. The tyrannical government of Duke Gundar and the prejudice of the population of their domain made a lonely young Vistani woman an easy target. For almost two years, she survived Gundarak's human and supernatural horrors alone, with the knowledge and gifts of the Vistani people and the power of the Kujio guard at her side. Gradually, she began to gather other Vistani around her, survivors of the horrors of Duke Gundar's relentless tyranny. Together, they had a better chance of survival in these inhospitable lands. Magda became the leader of a caravan of unfortunates and survivors, coming from almost all the tribes and tasks of the Vistanis. The young Vistani assumed the position of Rauni of this group, whom she called the Wanderers in honor of her ancestor, Kuchev the Wanderer. This caravan, composed from such diverse tribes and traditions, became unique among the Vistani. At first, they were seen as outcasts by other Vistanis. But Magda gradually managed to obtain the respect of her people, who saw her story of survival and leadership as the mark of a true heroine, worthy of the legendary hero Kuchev. Magda had a great connection with Kuchev, the Wanderer, and one day had a prophetic vision of the future. She predicted that the Vistani of the Kuchev lineage would carve a memorable legacy with the dagger Novgor. As the last survivor of the Kuchev lineage, but with the dagger Novgor lost in time immemorial, 
Magda began to actively search for the artifact, believing that when she found the dagger, she would carve a glorious destiny and legacy. While leading the caravan, Magda found love and became pregnant. Tragedy followed this event, however, because just before she gave birth to her doctor, Inza, the child's father was captured, tortured and murdered by Duke Gundar soldiers. In the year 736 from the Barovian calendar, Magda gave birth to Inza Kuchavik at the same day and moment when Duke Gundar was assassinated. A terrible storm swept over Gundarak that night, and legend says that Inza's screams were louder and more terrible than the storm's thunder. The baby's constant screams lasted throughout the night and attracted the attention of countless creatures of darkness who attacked the camp. Throughout her childhood, Inza demonstrated to have corrupted morals and problematic behavior. Her aggressive behavior and blatant thefts caused the caravan numerous and abrupt exits from cities and towns where they passed. Magda, however, seemed blind to her doctor's flaws and had great affection and dedication to her. Inza's black soul began to emerge from an early age and despite presenting herself as an innocent and sweet girl, she gradually began to learn how to manipulate people to achieve her ambition. She had no respect for the Vistani traditions and had a deep hatred for animals, especially the dog Sabak, who had come to accompany her mother and seemed to recognize the girl's evil essence. As a child, Inza learned from other members of her caravan her rogue skills and also began to develop arcane talents without any other tutor teaching her magic arts. Some members of the caravan claimed that she sold her soul to a dark entity for such powers, but the mystery of how she obtained such arcane knowledge has never been revealed. The Wanderers, under Magda's command, left the domain of Gundarak and eventually came to the domain of Sirikus. They ended up being trapped in Lotsov's domain, since the infamous Death Knight, enchanted by the memory mirrors, closed the borders of his domain while in a dreamlike state of torpor. Magda and other members of the Wanderers guided and told a group of adventurers about Lotsov's past and secrets and these heroes ended up saving Sitkus and awakening Lord Sof from his madness. After awaking from his dreamlike state, Lord Sof searched for Magda Kuchavik and they struck a deal. In exchange for Lord Sof's protection in Sitkus, Magda Kuchavik swore that not she or none of the members of her caravan would ever tell anyone about Lord Sof's past and secrets, which Magda had come to know decades ago due to her previous meeting in Barovia. Outside Sirikus, neighboring domains became more and more dangerous to the Vistani. With the rise of the Dukar Malokwadere to power in Nvidia, he began a program of genocide and extermination of the Vistani, and the wanderers saw in Sirikus a safe haven for their caravan. Meanwhile, Inze grew up to be a beautiful young woman and learned how to use her beauty and seduction to manipulate people. Magda's prophecy about the memorable fate of a descendant of Kulchev would be fulfilled by Inza 
in a way that her mother would never expect it. The dagger Novgor was discovered by Malokiwa Dere, the tyrannical ruler of Invindia, in the remains of one of the countless Vistani he had tortured and killed. Azrael, Lord of Seneskal, had begun to conspire against his master and made a secret alliance with Malokyo. The dwarf would try to depose Lord Soth and take the power in Sidicus, and let Malokyo in return carry out his genocidal plans for extermination of the Vistani in his domain. The dagger Novgor was then given to Azrael as a symbol of their alliance. However, Azrael made double alliances as he also began to negotiate with Inza, who longed for her mother position and power as the Roundy of the Wanderers. Their alliance was sealed by another nefarious trade. Inza knew about the presence of a curious creature that wandered alone in the wilderness of Sirigus, a stone giant named Nabun. Inza stole the cudgel guard from her mother, and while Nabun roamed the full mood, Inza prepared an ambush, attracting Nabun with a distress call. She made him fall into a trap, and used Gar to break his leg and knock the giant unconscious. The stone giant was given to Azrael as a slave for his salt mines, and in return Inza received from the dwarf the legendary dagger Novgor, which she kept secretly in her possession. Aware of her mother's prophecy, she was sure that a glorious destiny had been waiting for her, and began to dream of the day when she would take the post of Roundy of the Wanderers, and much more. Using her magic and secret knowledge of the Vistani, Inza had discovered about the Lake of Sounds and that Azrael, Lord of Seneskal, had been secretly visiting the place to spy and to listen to what was heard by the shadows of Sirikus. With her magic, she began to whisper promises of glory and power to Azrael, placing him against Lordsoth and manipulating the dwarf. It was she who suggested to Azrael the ritual that would absorb and give him control over the shadows of Sirikus, without, however, revealing to the dwarf that it would be she whose own shadow would be protected by a magical charm, would be the real beneficiary of this ritual and will come to take Lord Soft place as the new Dark Lord of Sidious. Inza's macabre plan was complex and needed many elements to come into place, and first she would need to get rid of her mother, Magda, and became the Rowney of the Wanderers. Inza manipulated and encouraged Avistani named Bratu to break his mother's oath to Lord Soft. He told the story and secrets of the Black Rose to a spy from Nvidia. The spy, however, was captured and taken by Lord Soth, who went to Magda to demand satisfaction. Magda managed to escape Lord Soth's fury, saying that others could have spread the details of his story, pointing as a possible culprit the White Rose, the mysterious leader of the Wild Elves. The Black Knight reluctantly accepted these explanations, and Inza's plan to pit Lord Soth against her mother failed. Magda suspected that a member of her caravan had betrayed the oath, and soon found Bratu to be responsible, as he received money from the spy to reveal Lord Soth's secrets. 
Magda, publicly declared him an outbreaker, and Devistani, in despair, realized that he would be a target to the whispering beasts of Sisychus, a haunting monster that maddened and killed those who were publicly accused of breaking their promises. Inza did nothing to help poor Bratu, and to prevent him from later revealing her manipulation and involvement, she cut off his tongue, telling everyone else that he had done so in a state of madness, which slowly took over his mind. Having to take a more direct action to reach her goals, she negotiated with Azrael a way to destroy her mother, and as a payment for the sale of goods in the city of Vedrava, they received a box of salt. This payment would be a valuable product to be negotiated outside Sidicus, but inside the box were hidden the terrible salt shadows, evil creatures that inhabited the depths of the Vedrava mines. Inza, sabotage guard, her mother's magic weapon, using Novgorod to make a crack in the weapon's wood, and at nightfall, opened the salt box containing the shadows. The salt shadows attacked and devastated the wanderer's caravan, and Magda, using her weapon, tried to ward them off, but the weapon shattered. Sabak, Magda's faithful dog, was possessed by the shadows while defending her, and Inza murdered him with Novgor. Just before she died, Magda called for Lord Soth, and the Death Knight kept his promise of protection, emerging from the darkness to destroy the South Shadows. Although Inza and some Vistanis escaped from death, Magda did not resist. Before she died, however, she thanked Lord Soth for keeping his promise and handed him a white rosebud. In her last words, Magda asked Lord Soth to extend his protection to Inza, her doctor, and lifted the curse that her mother, Madame Girani, had cast upon him in the past. At this point, a white moon appeared in the skies of Sidicus. Inza declared herself the new Rony of the Wanderers, which was not contested by the others. During the battle confusion, the insane Bratul had fled the camp, probably hearing the call of the fearsome whispering beast. Fearing what the Vistani, even though maddened and mutilated, could reveal to that spectral entity that punished traitors, Inza ordered the Wanderers to search for Bratul. In their search, the Wanderers found Ganelon, a miner from the city of Veidrava, was looking for his beloved Helene, another victim taken by the madness of the Whispering Beast. Realizing that Ganelon had had contact with Bratu and seemed to have knowledge of the secrets about the Whispering Beast's lair, Inza ordered Devistani to capture and tortured Ganelon to reveal his secrets. Ganelon stood firm in his promises made to the Bloody Cobbler, revealing nothing to Inza even under torture, and was saved by the action of the Whispering Beast that came to his defense. Inza and the rest of the Wanderers abandoned Ganelon, but not without Inza cursing him for his defiance, condemning Ganelon to kill everything he loved by his own hands. Realizing that the time for Azrael ritual 
was approaching, she then turned back to her diabolical machinations. When Invidia's forces finally invaded Sirigus, she kept the wanderer's caravan in harm's way, and even bribed part of Malokio's force to come to her location to exterminate the Vistani. Confident of their roundy protection, the wanderers were taken by surprise and slaughtered. While her people were destroyed, Inzad cried out for lots of help to keep the promise he made to her mother. The knight emerged from the shadows and defeated Invidia's troop, and only Inza and three other Vistani survived the massacre. Inza then asked Lord Soft to keep his promise and take her to a truly safe place, and Soft took Inza through the shadows to Nedagatki, leaving behind the rest of the Vistanis. The evil plan of Inza had worked perfectly. Inside Nedagatki, she revealed to Soft that while he was defending the fortress from Nvidia's armies, Azrael was preparing to usurp his power in an evil ritual in the Veidrava salt mines. Lord Soth left to the salt mines, where he intended to prevent Azrael to conclude the ritual, leaving Inza alone in his castle. Inza created mystical barriers to protect herself inside Nedagatki and to bar the entry of other undead, and even Lord Soth. Protected in the center of the fortress, she expected Azrael to perform the ritual that would give her power over the shadows of Sitigus and make her the new Dark Lord of the Domain. Inza's complex plans had an unexpected outcome, however. Soth's journey to the Vaidrava salt mines was impeded by the three benches who served him, who revealed to the Dark Knight about Inza's betrayal. As in the past, seized by fury, Lord Soth abandoned his quest to prevent Azrael's ritual and returned to Nedegard Keep. Inza's mystical barriers were not enough to prevent the Death Knight from returning to his own keep, and in the great main hall he was preparing to kill the treacherous Vistani. In the event known as the Hour of Screaming Shadows, all the shadows of the inhabitants of Sirigus were swallowed up to the Veidrava salt mines, and then gathered in a large spear of darkness that began to float over Neregarki. However, the ritual that would give Inza the power over Sirigus' shadows was interrupted. Ganelon, the man who had been tortured and cursed by Inza, managed to interfere in Azrael's ritual. The greatest fear of darkness that were the shadows of Sirigus plummeted over Nedegard Keep, burning the fortress and the armies that battled around it with black flames. In the main hall, Lord Soth was preparing to attack and assassinate the treacherous Vistani Inza when ancient spirits came to visit Lord Soth. The White Rose, leader of the Wild Elves, revealed herself as the spirit of his old Denisa, his elven wife. Along with it were the specters of the Whispering Beast and the Bloody Cobbler, which merged, revealing to be fragments of the soul of his son Peridor, killed in his mother's arm in the Green Cataclysm. Inza took advantage of the distraction to escape Lotsov. Avoiding the flames, she fled from the fortress, 
and was leaving Nedagat Keep when she was also surprised by the arrival of, of other enemies. Alexei, Nicholas, and Briot, the three Vistani from the Wanderer's caravan who had survived the massacre, had joined their forces with the stone giant Nabun, who had escaped from slavery in the Vedrawa salt mines and were looking for Inza to take revenge. Cornered at the edge of the great chars by her pursuers, and fearing their just revenge, she chose to launch herself in the gorge towards a quick death. As she screamed in despair, falling into the darkness of the gorge, hands made of shadows enveloped her body, and Inza was absorbed by the darkness of Sidigus, who had collapsed in the great chasm in the hour of screaming shadows. For a long time, Inza was believed to have perished in her fall, but travelers began to report strange female whispers coming from deep within the chasm. Inza finally emerged from the depths, but now she was a supernatural horror, the very darkness of Sirikus. She is still able to assume her human and corporeal form of a beautiful teenage Vistani, but only with great concentration and effort. Despite being the sovereign lady of Sirikus, Inza's existence is still a secret and she prefers to manipulate people from the shadows. She uses her gifts of divination and her crystal ball to spy on the people of Sirikus, and with her new powers, she manipulates them with waves of guilt and remorse to corrupt their souls and achieve her goals. However, Inza has many enemies. Azrael, the former Seneschal of Lord Soth, declared himself King of Sirikus, and is aware of having been betrayed and manipulated by Inza designing her destruction with a powerful hatred. Ganelon the Doomed continues to roam Sirigus in search of the evil shadow that cursed him. From the depths of Nedagar Keep, the Blessed Knight, an illusory reflection of the young Lord Lawrence Soth while he was still alive, escaped from the memory mirrors and now wanders through Sirigus, fighting for justice and good with a fragment of the memory mirrors in his chest. In the forest of Sirius, the specter of the White Rose, Isolde Denisa, still haunts these lands, opposing the corruption and evil of its tyrannical rulers. Finally, a group of Istanis roams this land, hunting for Inza's evil presence. The Wanderers are composed of Alexei, Nicholas, Piot, and the giant Nabun, and actively search for Inza, carrying with them a stake made from the fragments of the Kujio God, to peace and destroy its evil soul. With so many threats and enemies, Inza hides in the darkness and plots for the fall of her rivals. Only fools would dare to underestimate her wit and cruelty, and all must be careful not to become victims and puppets of her treacherous designs. Rapid in darkness, our end seems certain, as we are consumed with devastating guilt. Our curiosity will be our downfall, and our destiny will be to serve the all-consuming darkness of Sirius. However, our journey is not over, and it's not our destiny to perish today. We hear sounds of battle, 
and the darkness seemed to recede before a radiant night. Rescued from the clutches of Inza by the Blessed Knight, we are taken, wounded, into the care of a band of renegades Vistani, known as the Wanderers. Recovered, under the protection of Naboon, the stone giant, they take us to the western border and help us cross to Dvalakan, where we will be free from Inza's evil influence. Join us, subscribe to this channel, and activate notifications as we begin to explore the dangerous forests and unknown mysteries of the lands of Valakan.